Action Park Media. The following program is rated TV MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. Yeah, drum solo, bitch. <laughs> Over here partying. <laughs> Hi, Scout. Hi, babe. How are you? I'm uh, doing so good. Hi, guys. Hi, so Welcome to Talk Scary to Me. Episode 50,000. It's Tuesday. <laughs> oh, I, I love that I get to listen to this every Tuesday. I know. Do you, I forget the shit that we say. All the time. Like... I when I do forget listen it. after I I'm like why is it wrong that I'm cracking myself yeah. up while listening to our own stuff I don't know <laughs> but I really just it? laugh at how funny you are do you laugh more at yourself or at me you me really yeah. I laugh more at you okay, okay, okay. so we're not so it's a thing super it's a thing who laughs at who more out there guys <laughs> who's more fun but um uh so I want to share this thing with you share I, I'm just gonna right off the bat get into Uh-oh. this fucking thing because this is the craziest thing I have heard of. There is a private plane company okay. that is now allowing the high mile club. Oh. They are literally setting up beds. Like beds, cocoons. And they are it's, Just for I think fucking. it's like four hundred and fifty dollars or something. It's like something fucking crazy. I actually don't know the actual price. Where does it fly? I think it just it I, it I just think it goes flies. to Vegas. I think it goes to Vegas and back. I'm not sure. I, I didn't read too into it I just I just saw and then like a lot of people are making it on TikTok oh my god guys I don't have a life it's literally gonna be my phrase TikTok um people making videos we're we're on TikTok by the way you guys yeah talk scary to me podcast TikTok um and it's like people are saying like showing videos like oh we you know what they look like before the plane ride and then after the plane so ride everyone when they're that, getting off you can hear everyone fucking on the plane well or... planes are so fucking loud they're so loud. So well, I don't think that they're... Yeah, but you can hear like a person cough like 20 rows behind you. Oh God, I don't know. I, I wonder if like they they have like music playing the entire time in the cockpit or something. Because I don't know. Could you do that? I would try it. I would try it, but I would be so nervous. If I they think would it'd be fucking so fun. Cameras, oh. they would see me or they could hear. Mm. I would be very, very nervous of that. Well, that's but if fucking everybody's crazy. doing it... But it's insane that that's even an option. Well, that just seems so unsanitary. Completely. I mean, planes were already disgusting. And then thank God for COVID because they started cleaning the shit. And then now this is like, how do you... And I wonder, is there more than one plane that they have for this option? Or is there... I'm going to look this I'm going to look this up. Yeah. Can you, there's like three mile high airplane like, services of like fucking join, each other. Join the mile high. It is the mile high club yeah. airplane. Yeah. It's just for that instead of actually going on a plane with a bunch of people and having to go into the bathroom and doing it. Have you ever? Are you a part no, of it? No. Mm, okay. No. No, I put my headphones on. I want to watch a movie. Yeah. I want to order a shark. But never, never when you were younger no. or anything that didn't like no 12, boyfriend. 13. No, Boy- not really. No, <laughs> no boyfriend was like, come on, I want to join the. No. What, what is that? What What is the fascination with joining? I, I think it's gross. Like, I don't even want to yeah. go to the bathroom in the no. in the bathroom. No. 
No. Like you're stepping in. People that wear no. socks into the bathroom when they were like those long flights when like put your <laughs> shoes on because you're walking in there and there's piss all over the floor. That's yeah. not water from the hand from the basin. How gross. Oh, dude. I watch videos of like Ugh. things that you should not do in a plane and apparently. Passenger you- shaming. You ever follow them on Instagram? No. Oh my God. There was one. So oh afraid my God. Of the shit that I would find out on there. I'm Dude, so afraid like of it. Dude, someone was drying their, their like kids up pee underwear by the, uh, on the vent. Uh, <laughs> so are you kidding me? No. No. What is wrong with people? People putting their feet like Oh my all God. Up that reminds me of when I was in, in I was in um, Santa Monica and you know, Santa Monica beach is like the, the yeah. most horrendous beach. Well, I feel like you can Venice find. Venice is, I mean, there's yeah. probably needles everywhere. You can find, yeah, needles yeah. everywhere. There was this woman changing her daughter, her, her, I think it was daughter. I, I didn't, I didn't stay long enough to figure it out, but in the, in the shower, like the showers outside yeah. showers, changing the diaper and the diaper was fucking, had shit in it. Well, where else is she going to change her kid? But no, no. She was just taking off the diaper underneath the shower and letting the poo-poo go down on the ground. Yeah. That's because her kid was probably covered in shit, though. Right? No, it wasn't. Here I am the mom, like, trying to rationalize why a mom would do that. I I would hope that you would not take Jagger underneath the shower, the public shower, outside in front of everybody and take his poo-poo diaper off and then... dump the poo-poo on the ground. (laughs) If he had shit his diaper so bad that it was like coming out of the bottom of the diaper, it wasn't me. (laughs) But I would have rolled, I would have cleaned him up, rolled the diaper. But sometimes you need like a shit, like an actual hose to get it off of the baby. Oh man. But she didn't even, there was But that's ridiculous. There was also other people showering behind her that I feel like these people have no idea what's happening. They have no idea that Poop is running down Ew, their feet. So gross. <laughs> Ew. So disgusting. So gross. So gross. Mile high to poop. <laughs> Welcome to Talk Scary to Me podcast on a oh Tuesday morning. Because I know y'all bitches are listening. Right you know, when I was drops. thinking of something funny. It's totally unrelated. We were, we were watching, when we came in earlier and we were watching the little clip about the um, the lost tampon. I still love uh, the lost uh, oh condom. And I was thinking, have you ever been to the gynecologist because you didn't remember if you had had a tampon up there or not? Yes. Okay. I have too. Oh my God. When you're like, okay. So I, there is, God, this is so long ago. So I had just started dating this guy and he like flew in to come to this event with me. We had only like kissed, like nothing serious. And like, we've been waiting and waiting, waiting. And like, this was the night and we went to this event and I must've, I was obviously drinking at the event and I think I might've taken my tampon out in the bathroom at the after party. But then when we went back to my house cause he was staying the night and then he was leaving like the first thing in the morning. I didn't remember if I had or hadn't. So did you guys have sex? No, mm. I was so, was too scared, oh. but I didn't know what to tell. I was like, uh, uh, like you flew all the way in for like 24 hours thinking like tonight's the night, you know? And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get toxic shock syndrome and fucking die. So I called the gynecologist and was like, I have to come in. I have to come in. I think there might be one there, blah, blah, blah. And then she, I, there was nothing there. Really? No, I'd taken it out. I just wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah. No, that shit's scary, man. That shit is terrifying. I wonder how many women have gone to the well, gynecologist wondering if there was a tampon in there well, or not. See, my thing is I I realized it like a couple days after and I had actually You did had have one. Sex. <gasps> I had sex 
and I just forgot. I just forgot right, that right, I, and right. then I just remember oh God. when I went to go put in another one, I was like, Why something doesn't in there? feel oh right. God, I'm, that's but, how people die. But I'm just like, yeah. So three days. Oh God. That's insane. Was it? No, two days. Sorry. It was two days, but that's still fucking insane. It's to also have like that the shit. size of the tampon that you're using. Yeah. But I'm just like, so like, if it's like a light, with, like, you know, like I know it's tiny, but like I was able to have sex. Well, the guy you're like, with was, like must have not been that big. <laughs> if you can have sex, I'm trying to remember. He while you he have a tampon that in big. and he not was. feel that you have a tampon in, his dick was not very big. I was like, oh yeah, he he wasn't that big. <laughs> Back in that day, he wasn't. But it was. It and this was, guy that I was dating, we did hurt, stay in a relationship after. I oh. I would have probably not felt it because he had, did not. He was teeny teeny tiny. Uh, so I he probably wouldn't have even known that I had had like a super plus in there. Poor guy. Well, it did hurt. It did hurt. It removed. Oh God, hurt. It fucking hurt. So now I will never, ever, ever, ever fucking forget that. So you always, but if you're like out ever. partying or I whatever. I actually don't like to wear them anymore, really, if I really have to. I don't really like to. I I don't. I, I'm so what not, do you use? I, you th- do the cups and stuff. Like Oh, I my really, God. I've never done that. Yeah. Like that's like way better unless you're like, a, I don't know. I don't want to get too graphic on here. Seems but gross. Like, no, it's, it's like. It's not gross? I, I'm, I mean, my I'm pretty Normal. Normal. pH so, balance. Yeah. So I feel like I don't have like. Gross. You guys, to. you're like, why sorry. did I tune into Sorry. I'm so sorry. But for all you Oh my God, I'm lucky. Go. He's, he's These guys like, are mortified. But, but listen, sometimes guys, when a woman's like, um, yeah, no, not tonight. I, uh, it doesn't mean that they don't want to have sex. They're not making excuses. Maybe she just doesn't remember if she took out her tampon. Yeah. Or not. If they're yeah. drinking, like you may get rejected and you're like, wait, you've been leading me on all night. Now we get back to your house and you're like, That's sorry, why. you can't fuck me because you're like the poor girls in the bathroom. Like yeah. me going, is it in there? Is it in there? Yeah. I can't find the string. I can't find the string. Is it in there? How do I find it? How do I see it? Oh my God. I don't know. And you haven't been with this person yet. You're drunk. You're fucking falling so you're over. Yes. You're like, you know, trying to figure it out. I've got my spanks down in the yeah. bathroom. The, I'm like, oh my God, I don't, did I put another one in? Did I take we it out? We go through shit for you. It's not like, yeah, no. Oh my God. That's hilarious. I'm sure. My gynecologist was like, if you're wearing like a super or like a, like you're going to know. Yeah. It's only the ones that are like the extra the lights tiny, that you're like, tinies. you don't know. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, guys. So there's, that might, that might, but if women would just be like, I don't remember if I have, still have a tampon and that's why I can't fuck you. Why is it so embarrassing for women to bring that up? Cause I think men, it makes them feel uncomfortable. It's still like, I feel like I come across a lot of men where periods like that just makes them uncomfortable. I'm like, really? bitch. Yeah. Bitch, please. I'm like, come on. Come on, it's it. Why? Why are we? Why do we have periods? Oh, so you guys can have babies? Okay? Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. What's well, it's, it's like this is the, what's gonna happen? I still get pissed off that they don't really have to deal with shit. <laughs> I'm like, why deal with this, 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 this? I you know. deal with what? An yeah. erection every morning? Yeah. Boo, motherfuckers. <laughs> come in two seconds. <laughs> yeah, come. Yeah. Cry me a river. <laughs> I Jesus. wish I could come in two seconds. Oh, you man, me too. <laughs> oh my God, wouldn't it be so great if we could just get off as easy as you men? know here's the thing i think <gasps> if it was as easy i would be having sex all day all every time, day all the time like now i get it yeah because it just takes it's just so much more complicated yeah. that you're like okay can i do that can i do it can i yeah. get there like what's yeah. going on in my brain right now so yeah. but yeah if it was that easy fuck yeah all mm-hmm. the, all day every day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. saying all right i mean you know that's well, gonna be from a mile high to poo to tampons to 
how long it takes you to come. What do we have next, Danielle? <laughs> well, let's see. I'm not going to go to memories from working on Don't Mom, the babysitter's dad okay, quite yet. Okay, okay. So let's just see here. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 um. I have one. Yeah, look while I have, while yeah. I look at this because there's um, some interesting I ones. I don't, um, let me wait to say his name. Coming out. Okay. Help. Oh, yes. I see it. I have that one here, okay, too. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Hello. My name is Oscar, and I'm from East Los Angeles. I need help. How do I come out to my Didn't family? Didn't you just say you weren't going to say his name until after? Oh, he fucking said his name in this. <laughs> well, Oscar, you said your name, Oscar. I'm sorry. Um, I need help. How do I come out to my family? Here's some background. I am from a Latino family mm. that immigrated from Mexico to the U.S. I didn't grow up with a dad and my mom raised four kids by herself. I always knew I was different because I liked a lot of Britney Spears growing up and still do. Yes, bitch. Yes. Oops, I did it again. Why, I wonder why. Why? Why? She's she got so moves. big in that community. She got moves. Yeah, yeah, but doesn't everybody? I think that's like a lot of inspiration that like gay boys, um, like when I go to all these brunches, yeah. these drag brunches, it, it, like she she was like the first She's artist, the, right, to da- like dance like that, I feel like. I, get, I don't know, I guess, maybe. I, I don't wonder, know. Like, yeah, enlighten us. What, what is it? Yeah, let us about? know what it, what it is about. It's like Hillary Duff and Britney Spears. Hillary Duff and Britney right? Spears. Not even Miley Cyrus, really. No, what, no, what, that, so, that, she's ratchet. What are you talking about? Oh. She's like, re-re, ratchet. <laughs> um, um, okay, so I first discovered I was gay when I was in high school and experimented. Ooh, now I'm a 34-year-old man who finally has his shit together after years of struggling with mental health. Mm. The last thing I feel I need to do for myself is come out. I just don't know how to do it with my family. I've come out to a few select friends, but one of two things happened. They either accept me with I always knew or walked away from me permanently. What? Where is he? Where is he from? Of course, um, East LA, Los Angeles. Of course this, well, it's Latina. It's that's your question. I mean, I have no idea. Of course this, uh, causes anxiety for me because I'm scared of the reaction. I don't know how to do it. Can you please give me a few tips of what you would do in my situation? Thank you in advance. And I love the show. Ladies keep slaying bitches. Oh my God. I love that. Thanks. So I am, um, my mother is Spanish. My biological mom is Spanish and that whole, my whole side of my mom. Um, I, I didn't, I wasn't raised with them. Um, my dad got custody when I was eight, but when I contacted my mom, um, in my twenties and I talked to her and we got kind of close and I, I finally like told her that I had been with women and her reaction was, Oh, Mia, no, like it was like very like you can't don't, you know, like the Bible, church, Um, you can't, you can't do that, you know? And then she finally was like, okay, well, I have two, you know? Oh my God. You know, so it was like very, but, but the instant reaction I was a little like shocked with because my mom and my dad, when I told them that I was bisexual, my mom, I, I, we've already told you guys this story. My mom was like, she thought I was just lesbian. (laughs) She was like, it's okay. Uh. You can tell me you're a lesbian. (laughs) And I was like, no, I'm bi. I like both. She's like, no, you can tell me. (laughs) Lesbian. I was like, okay, no, I'm bisexual. Um, so it was like super easy. You know, everybody's coming out story is so different. And unfortunately, you can't help people's reactions, but I feel like we have done so much work in society to make 
gay, being gay, being bisexual, being trans. Oh, fucking K. Yeah. And if those people don't accept you, we say this all the time, yeah. even for sexual matters, yeah. these people don't fucking accept you, yeah. then fuck them. Yeah, it's you, true. They don't need to be in your- You in don't your, want to not live your life and yeah. be happy and, One and life. be closeted because you are afraid someone's going to disown you. People disown each other and families all the time for all kinds of reasons. Mm-hmm. Families are fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. So you just be, be, you know, honor you. And I would be open and confident about it. And, you know, sometimes it's probably going to take them a minute to sort of, you know, accept maybe seeing it in person. Um, But I, 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 yeah, it's, so one of my friends um, growing up, we always knew she was gay. Uh, And it was funny because she would always have like boyfriend, oh, this boyfriend, this boyfriend. And we're like, oh my God, girl, come on, just come out. And she was so afraid to tell us that she actually, and she was closer friends with me. She had one of our mutual friends tell me. Get out. While she went and like hid in yeah, the corner. see, I mean. It's, and I was like, hard. Elena, uh, uh, duh. I've always known. I was always like, what are you doing with that guy? You're obviously gay. Like what the, and like total lesbian. Mm. I don't, I was like, well, cool. Now we can go to, now we can go to fucking girl bar. Yeah. Like, introduce, introduce me to some girls, you know. You might be surprised what they say, but it sounds to me like he's, he's told, he said, he's told a couple and he's gotten both reactions. Right. So I think he's just afraid that he's going to get the wrong one. Mm. And I get the fear of it. I get it. But you really have to think of yourself and, and like Daniel yeah. saying, you have to think of like, love yourself first. Yeah, you know, they, who's yeah. more important yeah. is you ultimately. Yeah. And if that family member doesn't accept it, I, I fucking hope if they believe in a God that they actually come around at yeah. some point and realize how much they love you. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. It does not matter. It has nothing to do with your family. Yeah. I mean, you're born that way. Yeah. It just is what it is. I mean, there's just so so many people that are still, you know, stuck in, I, I don't know, I don't even know what they're stuck in. They're just stuck in bullshit land with this whole yeah. stuff. Like, look, look what we're, we're doing, like the walkout that's happening right now with, you know, people, the, the phrase, um, they're, I think they like banned, banned in some school district. I, I don't know the full story, but banned in some school di- district that they can't talk about trans or gay um, kindergarten, like preschool, kindergarten, first grade or something like that. Have you heard this? No. Yeah. Something ridiculous. And I'm just like, we're there. And then people are like, half people are saying, well, we shouldn't be bringing that up to kids as young. I'm like, maybe you should. Maybe you should. So it's not taboo. Yes. They need to. uh, My child is going to know everything. I mean, Carter's asked me, can I marry like his friend at one of his friends is a boy at school? Can I marry so-and-so? And And I said, sure, you can marry whoever you love, you know? Mm -hmm. And well, then he says, can I marry you? You can't know. There's, well, there's (laughs) rules there. You can't marry your, your family is actually illegal, (laughs) Uh, which is hard to explain to a four-year-old. But he said, when his friend, let's just call him Timmy. Mm-hmm. He said, well, but Timmy's Timmy's daddy told him that he can only marry girls. Uh, and I was like, ah. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I was like, well, you can marry whoever you want to marry. Mm-hmm. Like whatever you want to do, you marry whoever you want to marry. See, Great. that's the thing. Things are, things are done differently in different households. So how do, how do kids like learn what's right and wrong? Well, this, they're doing it that way. That's wrong. You're doing it differently in our house. Like, but that yeah. can't do it over there. It's just, it's always a, a weird thing. But I, I just, I, I hope that one day we just don't have this dark cloud yeah. over this of, of just being fucking human. Did you ever see your parents as a kid? Did you ever see them like without clothes on or do you ever have any no. memories of that? Like, no. I, mm, like 
I've showered my kids, you know, like even my husband and I, like we were in there, he was helping me because I'd had surgery. And then it was like, it's easier for the kids just to get in and out real quick and have him do that, whatever. And, and then, so I went in and the kids got in and he was, you know, helping. And, and Carter was like, I always want to take a shower with mom and dad because there was, there's, there's nothing weird or taboo about it unless you make it fucking weird and taboo. Mm -hmm. And my kids are still young enough, you know, listen, if they're like, eight, 10, I'm like, you know, I'm obviously not not going to be doing that with my children, but I don't want to make being naked weird Mm -hmm. and uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And my kids have seen mommy had surgery, you know, and like, I'm like, there's mom's butt. And the kids are like, wow, mommy. (laughs) It's like, okay, it it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be fucking weird. Mm -hmm. It's as weird as you make it. Yeah. And as uncomfortable as you make it. And I hope everybody just gets over this shit already. Seriously. I, I, good luck, good luck with Yeah. Good luck, Oscar. We support you. Don't let your fears get in the way. No. Just do it. Do it. Be proud, babe. Be proud. You've waited long enough. Yes. Long enough. You slay, Be baby. you, babe. You Be slay. you. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Let's see. This is a good one. Um, hi. Wait. Where's my glasses? Bitch, hold <laughs> Which ones? I don't know. I know. The, the bifocals. Um Okay. Uh, hey, Danielle and Scout. I want to start off by saying how much I love you guys and how much your podcast has helped me in so many ways. Oh, thank you. Um, my question is, how do you deal with insecurities in the bedroom? Me and my boyfriend have been together for five years and I love him to death, but I just can't be vulnerable during sex. My weight has always been an issue and I was recently diagnosed with thyroid issues, which slows down my metabolism and it's so hard to lose weight. I've tried almost everything and I'm so insecure. I've never had sex completely naked. I always have a shirt on and my boyfriend doesn't mind. He said he loves every inch of me, but I just can't get it out of my head. Sometimes during sex, it'll be hard for me to finish because all I would think about is how I look in this position. I tell him everything, uh, you know, the good, the bad. He's my best friend. Sex is the only thing that I can't be vulnerable with him. I have a hard time loving myself. So any advice or tips would be gen- would be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much. I love you guys. Um, first of all, y- guys are seeing vagina and boobies. They are not looking at what role you got going where. They're like, we talked about this not too long ago. Like, I'm like, have you ever turned around and looked at yourself from the back? And you were like, yeah, the booty. I'm like, why does he always want it from the back? Because the fucking fat jiggles. <laughs> yeah. You know, like men want something to grab onto. Mm-hmm. Most men that I see or I talk to are like, oh, they don't want some frail bitch with no ass and mm-hmm. no body and no titties and no, like the voluptuous love yourself. Like mm-hmm. it's super sexy. I mean, own your shit, own it. He obviously loves you. So you know, try maybe just little, little things here and there. Start with the lights off, you know, take the lights off and maybe just a bra or something, or if you're worried about your boobs or, you know, I, I, I mean, what would you say? I mean, I, I, I mean, honestly, what you just said, I, I think, I think starting slowly, it seems yeah. like it's her own, it's, it's her own insecurity. He is not looking She's, at that. She, He's like, she wants to have sex yeah. with me. There's a vagina. I love it. I'm going to come. Yeah. And he, he, he doesn't have it. So, so it's, you have to face it yourself. Women judge women. Men don't judge women mm-hmm. the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, only nasty, nasty, nasty fucking men do, yeah. but you are not with one of those. Right. I, I mean, if you really need some help. Why not do a wine night? Do a wine night. Have like a like do something like that. Or or I, I think you're correctly start start 
start slowly with the bra on, the lights off, and then slowly make maybe candles. And yeah. then so you can see like the glow, like shadowy aspects yeah. of it, you know, like make it sexy or, or what, what do you feel sexy? And is it a dress or something that'll make you feel like a little bit more like sexy, like going out to dinner, like all dolled up and then have like lingerie under, underneath. I mean, I don't know. There's like, there's ways to like drape sheets over yeah. you too. When you're like on top, like get on top and kind of wrap it around mm-hmm. a little bit. So he can still, you can see parts that you're confident with and you know, other parts that you're insecure, you can cover it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but trust me, girlfriend, he is not looking at what you think he's looking at. Yeah. And you, you have to slowly peel back those layers. Um, yeah. unfortunately, and the only person that can do it is yourself or else you're going to just constantly be, you don't want to think about that. No, I think there's, I think there's little ways that you can, you can improve that with your own self. Um, I mean, is your boyfriend's body like banging that? I mean, you know, usually it's like, well, you love him for him, right? Mm-hmm. Would it matter if he had, like, for me, I dated a guy that had, like, worked, went to the gym every day and had the six pack and da 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 da. I'm like, yuck. That yeah. does not work for me. Mm-hmm. I don't need someone that's like, oh, but healthy, yes. Like, I like, I like meat. I need a little thickness. Yeah. I like a little belly. Too, yeah. Sometimes. I just want, I like, like, a little belly. I want to, like, hold on to something. Oh my God. Bone and bone is just awful. I remember Ugh. I had to do this intimate scene with this guy. He said, I, I love him. I, I love this guy, but he was so bony, man. Ugh. And I was just like, ah, oh my God. Fuck, Gross. I could not imagine this yeah. happening. Yeah, and trust me, guys don't want a bony girl either. No. I mean, if you're just skinny and you can't help it, it is what it is. But if you're trying to be all skinny because you think that some guy's going to be more attracted to you, they are not. Mm-hmm. Trust me. That is true. They are. That is true. Do you have uh, any, oh, any oh, let them? me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. I just had one pulled up, and then for some reason it popped out. Um, hold on here. Ba, 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 ba. Okay, let's do this one. This is pretty funny. Um, so Matt starts off with story time. Story time. Just kidding. So that's obviously, um, if you guys listen to like, it feels like forever podcast ago. Um, it was a little story that I had. Uh, hi, Scout and Danielle. First off, huge fan of the podcast and your collective works. I love horror movies and sex. Awesome. So do we. Uh, So this podcast could not be any more entertaining. I have a non-horror question for each of you regarding past projects that you've worked on, if that's okay. Danielle, any funny stories or memories from working on Don't Tell Mom, The Babysitter's Dead? I used to rent it every other weekend as a kid. I want to fucking know these stories. On VHS. I want to know this. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, Let's see. I loved working on that movie. It was the only movie to date that actually allowed me to be a kid while working. Yeah. Like we would let, we would be allowed to go swimming during lunch. Like we in the pool, like on the, you know, in the the backyard, we would have um, Nintendo 64 in like the school room. We'd be playing Nintendo together. They bought us dirt bikes and pogo sticks because we were filming out in Sand Canyon and we would just like be normal. Oh, I love that. And then we'd be like, okay, now school's done. We're going to play together and then we're going to go shoot the scene. And it was just like a, like summer camp. It didn't feel like I was going to like work on a movie. Mm -hmm. It was such a great experience. I loved, loved, loved working with everybody on that movie. And there was a scene where only funny thing I would say is there's, there was a scene where Christina Applegate, um, she turns around after we're like searching the room for the money that we realized was on our dead babysitter when we dropped her off, like our money for the whole summer that yeah. our mom, 
And we're like, well, she's, it must've been on her. And I can say something, we'll, we'll go back and go get it from the old hag. Um, and then, so, so Christina's like looking through the drawer, she closes it up and she says something. She says something like, oh, what are we going to do? Go back and be like, oh, psh, sorry, we must've left it on our dead babysitter, you know? And then she like storms out of the room when she went out of the room she fell oh no and she was wearing uh um those like really cool like um dresses and under the dress I'll never forget it was like that red and black flowered dress with her hat she had a belt and she had like this underneath like bodysuit oh. under it but the bodysuit was crotchless <gasps> no <laughs> because she you know it's hard to like take all that stuff off to go pee and she fell and like the dress went up and I mean, I was the only one that Who was that was there. I Her think Regina? Yeah, it was just so quick and she was just mortified. Oh man. She just came back in the room and she was like, oh my God, oh my God, did anybody, oh my God, did anybody see anything? It was like, maybe she tripped over her yeah, dress or yeah. something and fell forward and it just poop. Oh, plopped man. up and her, her, yeah. How many times have you seen my vagina on accident? <laughs> no, I don't think... Really? I feel like you have a couple of times. And I'm like, have oh. I? I'm like, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, well, only because you wear underwear. I'm always like, we, I have, we have to like Photoshop your underwear. You're wearing a bodysuit with underwear under your bodysuit. Like, just take off the underwear. That's what, I don't know. I've always been like very weird about that. Like, I don't know. I've always. About like the outline I, of your vagina? No, I've always wore underwear underneath like bodysuits or anything like that. Or even like, I don't know, bathing suits too. Like, I don't Wait, know. Wait, you don't wear underwear under bathing suits? No, no, not anymore. But I used you to. You used to? Yeah, I used to. Maybe it was a thing that my mom used to like make me do too, you know? Maybe that was why. Like and then an extra kinda, layer of like, yeah, something? Yeah, and it kind of like stuck with me, so. I used to. I used to. Yeah. That's so Isn't that odd. so weird? Yeah. It's so odd. That's a little bit odd. What's his quite What's the uh, question to okay. you? Let's see here. Uh, where did it go? Okay. So what's happening? Um, Scout, I was just wondering what it was like to work with Spider One from Power Man 5000. I just read that you worked with him and I'm a big fan of him and his brother. I mean, we... Love his brother. Yeah. <laughs> um, We're going to get them on the show, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. These these two dudes will definitely be on the show for sure. Um, Spider's awesome. I love Spider. Yeah. Every time Spider calls me to do anything, I think I've done like three things for Spider. I did uh, a short film that he directed. I did, um, he started a podcast mm -hmm. as well where they were like write scary stories and then they re reenact mm -hmm. it with actresses, actors. And um, then he has like a movie that he wants possibly, hopefully that we'll be able to do Is together. Is Spider his real name? Fuck, I don't know. No, it can't, it can't be. be. Spider, I'm going to find out. Find out. I'm going to find out. I mean, that'd be a great, that's a great name. Spider's awesome. Yeah. I love, I love him. Every time I work with him, I have such a great time. He's such a good dude. He's so creative. He kind of reminds me of you and me because we are constantly thinking of other outlets. Yeah. What the fuck we can do next. Yeah. How, how to be creative. He's like, he's always doing something different. Yeah. Just like us. Hey, you guys that are watching and listening, send ideas to us. Yeah. Send ideas of what you want to see on the show, what you like, what you don't like, what you want more of. Mm -hmm. We really want you guys to be involved. We wanted you to be involved from the very beginning. And, and now that you're seeing kind of how it's going, what works for you? Um, you know, we had this idea, you guys, to do, mm -hmm. to do like a, a talk scary to me after dark situation where you kind of join us and, and maybe we do like a little uh, extra, a little extra naughtier, like how, like mixing like our, our sort of like 
I don't know, happy hour, Friday night out or whatever night we can do it on and, yeah. and doing it and getting like to see you guys maybe like mm-hmm. being able to hop on and like actually see you if you would let us see you. And a lot of this stuff is anonymous. So, yeah. but just like a way to hang out together and get to know, because for me, like I love to see our community. Mm-hmm. I want to know when I see these, like what, who I'm talking to. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> no. Some of them don't, Danielle. <laughs> but we also, we were thinking too, if you guys also still want to stay anonymous, but also join the the late night after dark show yeah. you got we'll we'll set up a way where you guys can submit the questions yeah, beforehand, beforehand. Yeah. so we'll have Without a bulk, the names, bulk yeah. of questions so when you are live with us if we answer your question you know that it's you and all that stuff yeah. so we're helping everybody that we're we're talking to yeah. in this platform so we're trying to figure out some fun stuff to do um that we thought and then we have merch cool. we're talking about merch Girl, you know we're doing some hats and shirts oh y'all. yeah we're doing all that stuff you, you guys, guys there's a lot of designers that actually been messaging like let me do your graphics for you. So I'm always like, Hey, send us stuff. Like there, we yeah. all, if you send us shit, there's always cool stuff. Like it'd be super cool to have your artwork mm-hmm. be part of our podcast in any way. Yeah. Um, we're going to do giveaways and all kinds of, uh, we're just working on all kinds of stuff, you guys. So, but we love your input and your participation without your questions. We, we only have so many stories <laughs> about our naughtiness. What do you mean? <laughs> I can come up with so much I shit. I know. I know. <laughs> But you know, I mean, I am older. I've got probably a lot more than you do. Uh, but but I've been married for ten years, so we're about the same. I'm not married for ten years, but yeah, eight years. Yeah, but yeah. we probably have about the exact same amount of time out there in the world mm-hmm. of being able to participate in this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, so participate, send in please, your questions. Please, we so love we them. We love them. love love. Uh, okay, so I have. I guess we have time for one more. One more, and then I'm going to the... do this story. Okay, so. So, okay. Hey girls, love the podcast. I have a few questions for you both. A horror related one. Uh, you've both been in numerous films. Which of your own performances do you feel is underrated mm. and didn't receive the love that it deserved? Ooh, Scout. I have so many. It's, so, it's really shitty to say that, but I feel like I have so many. That are not appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, I feel like a lot of people haven't seen The Runaways where I played Lita Ford. That was fucking really hard. Yeah. Um, American Crime, which we talked, we covered. Yeah. A lot of people didn't see that. Um, Love Ranch, which was with Helen Mirren and Joe Pesci. A lot of people didn't see that either. Yeah. There's a lot of shit and there's so much stuff. I feel like, you know, it's so weird. Um, I mean, a lot of you guys probably have, have seen them, but that's because you are fans of of me. And yeah, so you'll keep see, track of yeah. it. But I feel like it doesn't get out there. Yeah. For so sure. like a lot of people or people will be like, Oh, I didn't know you were in that. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I was, <laughs> you know, what about you? Don't you love that question at the table when you've got all your pictures? Yeah, or whatever, they're, like, and they're like, is that you? Is that you? And you're no, like, no, it's somebody else's yeah, pictures. I've got on my table. Yeah, what? It's, yeah. It's Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, gosh, you know, I, I had very little dialogue, but I really liked this character, um, Belle, that I did in a movie called Stakeland. It won the TIFF Audience Choice Award um, for Midnight Madness uh, quite a few years ago. But um, Hell yeah. But I was playing pregnant and, you know, I get killed at the end and Michael Severs is in it. And it's just a really good vampire movie. Um, and it's about, like, the end of the world, essentially, and, and us trying to get to higher grounds to save ourselves from the, the zombie sort of vampire kind cool. of, you know, thing. More zombies, actually, than vampires. But mm-hmm. um, so I lo- I really liked that because I was, like, the mother figure of a group of three, two men and a boy, essentially. I was the only woman. And um, 
I was, it was like something that for me, I played that nurturer mm. in a movie and I hadn't had kids yet. So it felt very authentic to my character instead of like the badass, I'm going to, you know, shoot you in your head or I'm going to fight you off and, you know, fend for, you know, fend for yeah. my life before you slip my throat with a grot. Like that's normally what I do. Yeah. And then I had this that was a much more vulnerable. Oh, that'd um, be really nice to see. I'd love to watch that. It was really, it was really nice. There's this really specific scene where um, the character's name is Mr. Where he, I'm so pregnant and I just can't go anymore. Like I can't walk anymore because we just, you know, there's like no, as zombie, everybody's after us. And I, I stop, I have to take a beat and sit on a rock and I just start crying. And he's this, he's a hard character, you know, and he swoops me up and picks me up. And the first thing I said, I said, my daddy used to carry me like this when I was a little girl. Mm. And because I didn't have a dad growing up and I was pregnant in it. And like, I, it just, I started crying Triggered. and then he started you know, crying and I, in like that, it, we, we so broke character in that moment. And it was such a beautiful, authentic moment that wasn't written in the script that way. Oh, that, I love that. So it's those little things that you're like that. I, I So I, while I didn't have a lot of dialogue, I was in the whole movie, but there are lo- those little things that I don't know if people really, when they, if they've seen the movie, they're like, I love that movie, but it's not something that most people have seen. Mm. So if you guys haven't seen Stakeland and then this movie I did called, um, uh, uh, God, I can't even fucking remember the name of it. Um, with John Jarrett that I totally, anyway, I, there's a bunch of stuff that I really liked yeah. that I did in that movie too. Um, I don't know why I can't think of the name of it right now. I used to think that actors were full of shit when they were like, I don't remember the name of that movie that I did. Yeah. Now you're like, now I was like um, um, how could you not remember the movie that you did and you filmed? <laughs> totally. Because I can't remember anymore. Because we do it all the time. Because we're working like a day or two. All um, the time. Okay. So speaking of crazy kids, um, yeah. I'm ready to talk scary Let's to you. Let's do it. Let's um, do it. So let me find this. I emailed it to myself. Um, So let me look. These cases have been really great guys too. So also send in case, you know, like uh, some, some cases that you guys want to hear on the podcast. Cause um, I do look at those and take from those. Yeah, we do too. I love, I, I I feel I'm always like have my headphones on listening in the house because I don't want my kids to be like, what mommy, what are you listening to? (laughs) Um, Later, later, later. Okay. So we just get these Dumb. Uh, okay. So this is the disturbing story of Tyler Hadley. Do you know about Tyler Hadley? I think so. So he was the teenager who killed his parents so he could throw a house party. Oh, fuck no. I haven't heard this. What? At 1.15 p.m. on July 16th, 2011, Tyler Hadley, a 17-year-old living in Port St. Lucie, Florida, posted a status on Facebook saying, party at my crib tonight, dot, 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 maybe. There was only one problem. Hadley's parents were home. And since they'd recently grounded Hadley for drinking and drug use, they weren't about to let their teenage son throw a party. Some friends knew this and were incredulous, you know, obviously. Mm -hmm. They're like, yeah, that's not happening. When one asked if it was really happening, Hadley wrote back, don't know, man, I'm working on it. Okay. There's a picture of him. But by 8.15 p.m., the party was on. Tyler posted again on his wall to confirm, quote, the party at my house, HMU. What does that mean? H-M-U. Um, H-M-U. Party at my house. Oh my God, we're so, we're so old. old. Everyone's laughing right <laughs> oh now. Oh my like, God. Eh, wait, anyone wait, 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 Party wait. at my house, H-M-U. Um, I'm thinking of hair and makeup. <laughs> that's yeah, what I think that's of when I see H-M-U. Hit me up. Hit me up. 
<laughs> Hit me up. They're probably H-M-U. laughing at us in there. They're oh probably like, you fucking idiots. <laughs> um, uh, uh, hit me up. And then one of his friends asked, um, now I'm going to write HMU on everything. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, Scout, HMU. HMU. Uh, hit me up, bitch. <laughs> what if your parents come home? Hadley responded, they won't. Trust me. That's because Hadley had just murdered both of his parents. Wow. When he posted on Facebook, their bodies were barely cold. And the high schooler wanted to throw a party at the crime scene. The brutal killing of Blake and Mary Jo Hadley. Before inviting 60 people to his house for a party, Tyler Hadley calmly killed both of his parents. Blake and Mary Jo Hadley had worried about their son for years. They'd taken Tyler to a psychiatrist and turned to substance abuse program for help. Nothing worked. So when Tyler drove home drunk one night, Mary Jo took away his car and his phone as a punishment. Tyler fumed. He told his best friend, Michael Mandel, that he wanted to kill his mom. Mandel brushed off the statement as something, you know, an angry teenager would say he never thought Tyler would go through with it. But on July 16th, Tyler made a plan. First, he took his parents' phones. That way they couldn't call for help. Then he took some ecstasy around five o'clock. Tyler worried that he couldn't go through with his plans over. Oh my God. Hadley found a hammer in the garage. And while Mary Jo sat at the computer, Tyler stared at the back of her head for five minutes. And then he swung the hammer. Mary Jo turned and screamed, why? Blake, hearing the screams, ran into the room. Blake echoed his wife's question. Tyler shouted back, why the fuck not? Then Tyler beat his father to death. After killing his parents, Tyler Hadley dragged their bodies into their bedroom. He cleaned up the crime scene, tossing bloody towels and Clorox wipes onto the bed. Finally, he invited his friends over for the party. Oh my God. The killer party at Tyler Hadley's house. Tyler put out the call to come party shortly after he'd cleaned up the crime scene, right around sunset. By midnight, more than 60 people had showed up to Tyler Hadley's house. None of them knew that the dead bodies of Hadley's parents were in the other room. High schoolers playing beer pong in the kitchen, rubbing cigarettes into the walls and urinating on the neighbor's lawn. At first, Hadley tried to stop the teens from smoking inside, but eventually he relented as he explained his parents were in Orlando. Then Hadley changed his story about his parents. They don't live here, he told a party goer. This is my house. Later in the night, Hadley pulled aside his best friend, Michael Mandel. Mike, I killed my parents, Hadley (gasps) said. In disbelief, Mandel responded, no, you didn't, Tyler. Shut up. What are you talking about? Hadley insisted they were dead. Dude, look at the driveway, he told Mandel. All the cars are there. My parents aren't in Orlando. I killed my parents. Mandel thought it must be a prank. Then Hadley led his friend to the bedroom where he stashed the bodies. The party is going on over here and I turned the doorknob, Mandel remembers. I looked down and I saw his father's leg against the door. Mandel suddenly realized his friend was telling the truth. Mandel didn't leave the party right away. In shock, he took a selfie with Hadley, figuring it would be the last time that he would see his friend. Then Mandel left the party and called Crime Stoppers to report the murders. The arrest and conviction of Tyler Hadley. Michael Mandel left an anonymous tip with Crime Stoppers at 4.24 a.m. on July 17, 2011. He said that Tyler Hadley had murdered both his parents using a hammer. Police rushed to Tyler's ha- to, to Hadley's house. When they arrived, the party was still going on and Hadley claimed his parents were out of town and refused to let the police in his house. But they made an emergency entrance despite Hadley's um, protests. You should see what this house looked like. Tyler appeared nervous, frantic, and very talkative while speaking to the officers, according to the arrest affidavit. 
The police found beer bottles all over the house, unrolled cigarettes, uh, uh, unrolled cigars littered the floor, and the furniture had been tossed around. They also found dried blood on the walls. When police forced open the bedroom door, they found dining chairs and a coffee table tossed on the bed under the furniture. They discovered the body of Blake Hadley. Nearby, they found Mary Jo's body. Police arrested Tyler Hadley for murder. Three years later, a court sentenced Hadley to life in prison. If the police hadn't shown up, Hadley had considered taking his life. He had a stash of Percocet pills hidden in his room. But for the time being, whether it was the ecstasy, the party, or the murder, he was feeling good. He even posted one last time on his wall at 4.40 a.m., right as the police were on their way to his house, quote, party at my house again, HMU, end quote. Jesus. What the fuck is so great about a party that you'd want to murder your fucking parents. I've heard this shit. Like so many kids, you know, they, they, they took their Nintendo away. They, they got grounded. So they so go they kill their fucking parents. Go kill their parents. How, why is that so normal? This is what the, um, let me make this bigger. So normal. I hear, I've, I've heard like stories like this so many times. That's horrible. Horrible. The fact that our kids now, like, I didn't know that. This is what the bedroom, this is what their bedroom, their bodies were underneath that. Wow. Okay. And then let me see. You guys can Um, probably edit in. Take down your email stuff and then show me the photo. Oh, I don't even know how to do that. Just put that, put all that stuff lower. How do I do that? Okay. Then don't turn your computer around. You guys can just cut in a picture of Tyler, of Tyler Hadley. Yeah. Disturbing story of Tyler Hadley, the teenager who killed his parents so he could throw a house party. Wow. That is insane. Did somebody uh, write in that story or did you, how did you find that story? I I found this. Um, Geneve Carlton wrote this on allthatsinteresting.com. Yeah, so I read I read this. It was I was looking for like the most disturbed most disturbing kid killer stories. I don't know why I'm fascinated with kid killers. Yeah, no. Yeah, same. 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 The younger they get, the more I'm like, what yes, the fuck? Yes. The more scared I am when I interact with a child. I'm like, yeah. Are you okay? Is there symptoms? Can I can I read anything from Yeah, you? is there something? What is, what is what's yes. off? What's off? What's you off? killed your cat. Um. That's that's it. It's <laughs> it always like a lot of it starts. Well, they they said in the story that the parents already knew that something was wrong with him. Yeah. But what do you do? You're trying to get your kid help, but like yeah. you, you don't think your How kid's going to kill you at 17. 17. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. those poor people. Those poor poor people. I mean, can you I just can't even imagine your child taking your life from you. Being betrayed. Yeah. The ultimate like, betrayal. <laughs> talking about like changing baby's diapers at the beach. Like this no. is the, the, the fucker. Your mom changed your fucking diapers and yeah. birthed you and nursed you. And your dad took care of you. And like, and you, you just fucking kill your parents All for with a, a hammer. All for a party. And then, and then he was even going to possibly kill himself. So that's what, bullshit. what was the reason? I don't, my God you tells me that's a bunch of fucking that. bullshit. I think the Percocet was, he was drug out. He was drug addict. And he probably told the police that he was going to kill himself because he didn't want to be like, yeah, party. Uh, this so would he have gotten away with it? if he hadn't like been Mr. Cool Guy and showed his friend the bodies? What would he do with the bodies? There's fucking blood everywhere too. Lit the, oh, lit the house on fire. That's probably what he was going to do. What he going to do? Light yeah, the house on fire. For sure, 100%. I mean... And he would gotten away with it, that kid. Well, eventually. Yeah. Eventually, they... Eventually... You know, there was a case ya. that I just... Burned the body. There was a case that I just read about a little girl. Um, this was like 
20, no, 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 this is more, this is like 60 years ago. This little girl's body was found. She was like four, um, please, um, can everybody put their- Sorry, 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 it's my sister. Um, There was a, there was a a boy or a little girl, sorry, a little girl that was, um, thrown out in, in New Mexico somewhere and her body was burned, Mm. but they just now were able to track down the killer after 60 years. How do they do that? Well, DNA and all that stuff, you know, like everything's just like kind of like now evolving. So they're able to go back. It's amazing that it stays on for that long. The DNA stays on the body for that long. Well, I think, no, they like take samples and all that stuff and it just kind of goes in like a case file box or whatever. But like now that they're like, there's so many old cases that people are able to go into and solve now. And that was one of them. And I think the the little girl's grandma was still alive and she was like, finally. And yeah, they finally were able able to to arrest the rest of the guy too. So nuts. Like he thought for sure. After, yeah, fucking so many years, you think that you're going to get away with it. And here you're like on your death day and you're like, oh, you remember that thing that you oh, did? Oh, yeah. That did that all those you murders did? you did that yeah. you thought you got away with? Yeah. yeah not so much, fucker. Ah, oh, crazy. Wow. Um, I don't know how long that episode was. Was that, was that? Um, I, I think that was, yeah, that was it. Was that it? Please remember to like and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and talk scary to me podcast or our individuals at Horror Gal and Under the Sea Scout. Also, if you want to see videos, please follow us at Patreon, hashtag TalkScaryToMe. Don't forget to submit those questions at podcast at TalkScaryToMe.com. Murder in America is a true crime podcast that covers stories from all 50 states, including stories of mass shootings, serial killers, and lesser known murders. Do you find yourself doing more research after listening to a true crime show? Well, Courtney and I used to do the same thing, and that's why we created Murder in America. Our podcast dives deep into each case. Our storytelling will make you feel like you're right there within the case with us, watching it all play out. And we do not shy away from the graphic details. If you're a fan of true crime, then listen to Murder in America on Spotify now. Every town has its dark history. Hometown Ghost Stories is a paranormal podcast that goes town to town all across the globe, exploring the world's most haunted places, tapping into the dusty archives and the darkest corners to bring you the most terrifying stories of real people and their harrowing experiences. Hometown Ghost Stories dives into the history of haunted locations and investigates why and how these places earned their terrifying reputation. Rob, Dave, and Jesse go live every Tuesday night after an uninterrupted documentary-style breakdown on the case, followed by an open discussion with live viewers. Subscribe today to listen to Hometown Ghost Stories on your preferred podcast platform or watch the video version on YouTube and now Spotify. Head on over to the Bloody FM Podcast Network and check out Hometown Ghost Stories, if you're brave enough. (laughs) 